Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. The struggle of the Christian is a confident, competent community in Christ. This is what you want. This is what we need. And it's found in him. That the fullness of the treasure of wisdom and knowledge is found in that man. We don't outgrow Christ. We grow in Christ. If you want to be a good spouse, you want to be a good husband, you can read a lot of books about husbandry. That's not bad. Or you can say, I want to get great at knowing my wife. And the more I pursue knowing her and enjoying her and serving her, the more I naturally find myself to be a good husband. You want to be fully who you're meant to be in the world? The more you know God and understand God and enjoy God and serve God, the more you become what God has made you to be. And here, Jesus Christ, he is all that you and I would ever want to be. He was courageous and he was humble. He was strong, but he was gentle. He was full of truth. He'd tell you how it is. But he was full of grace, never casting any person aside. He's the lion and he's the lamb. Jesus Christ is the fullness of what a human being was meant to be because he's the God-man. He's everything you would want to be true of a spouse. He's everything you'd want to be true of yourself. He's everything we need in a savior. It's there in him. So the struggle of our community in this day is, Lord, how do we become a confident, competent community built on Christ? That's our goal. It's not novel, but it's solid and can endure even in the midst of an anxious day. We are meant to be strong in Him because the fullness of God dwells in Him. I had a friend once that she grew up in a religious home, Christian home, but that religion was um, performative and shallow. And so she abandoned it. And through her 20s, she was just sort of living life to enjoy whatever came her way and, and then realized, man, just sort of enjoying the physical world isn't really filling this ache in my soul. So she started looking at different Eastern philosophies and Western and all different kinds of theories about why the world works. And she said the most fascinating thing happened, even as I was searching all these different theories and philosophies, they would all periodically quote Jesus. It's like there was this intrinsic sense of we need to co-opt him to our cause. And she said, but whenever they would mention him, I found him more alluring. And so finally it led her all the way back to the Bible and she began to read the gospels. It led her to watch a movie about the life of Christ. And there she knelt down in her living room and put her faith in him. That all that I'm looking for in the world is found in that man in whom are the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, a confident, competent community built Christ. That's what you are meant to be a part of. That's who we are meant to be. Now the question is, how do we get there? Because so far this is basically like saying, you should get in shape. Yes, I should, Ben. How? How do we do it? How do we be these kind of people under God? Well, he tells us this is not a passive environment you're doing this in. Verse 4, he says, I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible argument. There's going to be different arguments that slant and distort things that try to mislead you. 
He says, but I want you to be firm in your faith in Christ. How does that firmness happen? How do I get strong in him? You see, now that we've got our trajectory, he's going to give us some tactics. Now that we know our struggle, what's our strategy? You get it in verse six and seven. He says, therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. How do we pursue being a confident, competent community in Christ? The same way you received him, so walk in him. It's interesting, that word he uses, received there, it's a semi-technical term for Paul. It actually comes from deep Jewish tradition. It carries this idea of there's a body of teaching that was handed to me and I received it. And as part of receiving it, there was this obligation that I deliver it to you and then you have to make the choice if you receive it. That I'm delivering you some information and as you hear it, you have to decide, I'm gonna take that, I absorb that, I receive that. It's a choice you make. And Paul will often use that language. If there was some key information about who God is, what he's doing in the world, that I've delivered to you and you must receive it. You see the most famous of which is 1 Corinthians 15, where he says, I would remind you brothers of the gospel I preached to you. I preached it and you received in which you stand by which you're being saved if you hold fast to that word I preached to you unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received. And here you get the essence of the teaching. That Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He was buried and he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. Paul says our essential message is that Jesus Christ really lived on the planet. And then he really died on that cross. And he was truly buried. And then he rose. And that event had spiritual implications for you and I. That what he buried was not just his body, but your sin and mine. All the broken, tragic things about us were buried with him. And when he paid the penalty of our sin and then rose from the grave, now we have the possibility to live a life outside of the weight of all our failure and shame. We can be made, made, made new too through faith in him. Paul says that's the message. Christ did something for you that changes you. Do you receive it? You see it in 1 Corinthians 11. He says, I received from the Lord, I delivered to you. That the Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way he took the cup after supper and saying, this is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. He's talking about communion and saying, hey, Jesus said, man, let me deliver this to you. When my body breaks, it's for you. And as you take this bread and eat it, it's a symbol of I receive that into me. This cup, it's like my blood poured out for a covenant. It's gonna establish a relationship between you and God. And when you drink it in, it's the symbol of saying, and I take it into me. I'm offering you a message of life in God through the person of Jesus. Will you receive it? And Christianity begins the moment we say yes. Thanks for listening to today's Passion Daily Podcast. For full messages, live gatherings, and worship videos, check out our YouTube channel and subscribe at youtube.com slash passioncitychurch1.